Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really truly means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, everyone, cosmic family, beautiful friends, starseed. Uh, Indigos checking in from all over the planet. Thank you so much for joining me this week on episode 83 of Divine Throughline. I just returned from Australia um, a few days ago, and I'm back at my home at Jai Home, recuperating and uh, getting my uh, timing and clock sort of straightened out. Um, and I As you guys know by now, I did not make the episode while I was gone. Um, It just wasn't in the flow. I actually had a podcast scheduled with Maz, the owner and creative chef of Sadhana Kitchen. In Australia, they call it Sadhana. Um, But in in my yogi uh, knowledge, we would call it Sadhana. (laughs) So anyway, um, I had an amazing opportunity to meet Maz. I'm a huge fan of hers, and I've been following her on Instagram. If you aren't following her, please follow her. She has extraordinary um, creative vegan plant-based food creations that she is serving at her cafe in Bondi. Her Instagram is at Sadhana Kitchen, and Sadhana is spelled S-A-D-H-A-N-A, Sadhana. Did I do that right? You guys will have to let me know. Anyway, uh, we were going to podcast together and get all girl crush on each other with our vegan tips and chef's tips, and she got delayed. There was a flight that was canceled due to a storm, and so she couldn't make it in, and my schedule was so tight in Australia that we just couldn't couldn't fit it in again. So um, anyway, sorry about that. I'm going to just uh, check in and drink some tea here. I'm drinking some beautiful puer tea from uh, livingtea.net, my go-to source for premium puer gorgeous tea, um, tea coming from trees that are hundreds of years old, carrying the messages of nature and of the trees through the leaves, through the water, which becomes the liquor and is infused into our being. So I'm going to enjoy just a few sips of that right now. And if I'm slurping <clears throat> in tea etiquette, it's actually good manners to slurp. So don't judge me. Ah, that's beautiful. Okay, it just brings me back to the present moment. So first of all, I just want to take a minute and land and just share with you all just how extraordinarily beautiful Australia is uh, and was our trip, our experience there. I traveled there with my husband and love, Rich Roll, and we did a two-day event, uh, one in Sydney and one in Melbourne, and we uh, spoke and I did a meditation. Rich gave his keynote talk about his memoir and his life story of becoming a plant-based vegan athlete. And then I got to perform a couple songs of which you guys heard me practice on the show. And then, uh, we did a Q and a, and I just have to say, shout out to everyone in Sydney and everyone in Melbourne. Uh, we just fell in love with you guys 
you were beautiful and uh, we just felt extremely blessed to have the opportunity to meet you in person and give you a hug and uh, take a selfie or two. (laughs) So anyway, thank you so much for everybody that came out and supported us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I wanted to just take a moment and acknowledge um, some very key people that actually made this event happen. And I want to start with uh, actually Mel uh, Nahas, who is our producer for our uh, Plant Power World Retreats. And Mel is Australian. She's from Sydney. She came into our life um, via our friend, uh, Osher uh, Gunsberg. Is that his name? Is that your last name, Osher? Sorry, dude. Anyway, Andrew G. Um, And he's become a very good friend of ours and been an amazing connection. And he introduced us to Mel, who then introduced us to McClay, who shot our Plant Power Way book, uh, All the Lifestyle Images. And um, this has been our sort of like this odyssey of just connecting with this Australian community. And on our first retreat, our Plant Power World Retreat in Italy, we were lucky enough to welcome two guests from Melbourne to join our tribe. And this is Claire and Andrew Davies. And during the event, we have a final moment where we circle up after the week of transformation, of commitment, of learning and uh, practicing yoga together and meditating and then... Uh, having lots of discussion and Q&As and sharing of all kinds of life topics, we circle up at the end and we allow everybody to come into the circle and in a safe place really express themselves what is in their heart, what are they challenged by, and what would they like to be supported in. And um, Andrew actually came into the circle and, and really expressed his desire to start a podcast and really had this desire to move into wellness. Well... Claire and Andrew have launched their new podcast. It's called The New Normal. And so I highly recommend that you start following them. They're both physicians, uh, very beautiful hearts, and very knowledgeable in areas of health and wellness. They are parents of two beautiful girls, Bridget and Emma. And um, anyway, so I just wanted to uh, thank them and acknowledge them because it was it was Andrew who and Claire who actually embarked on beginning and starting a wellness company, and they formed the structure that was a big contributor uh, that produced the event and brought us down to Australia and made all of that possible. And we ended up meeting about a thousand of you, and it was a very, very meaningful trip. I also want to mention our sponsors uh, for the event, uh, the, the main sponsor, Sumo Salad, And Luke and Mark from Sumo are extraordinary human beings, beautiful, beautiful men. And uh, they made it possible for us to come and collaborate with them. And it's because of them uh, that we were able to come to Australia. So thank you guys so much. In addition, we had some other people working with us. We did this in collaboration with Conscious Club. Claire and Gary, we appreciate you. We also did... I think the first podcast for Gary, I'm not sure what the podcast is going to be called, if it's going to be Conscious Club, but we had a beautiful chat with him uh, in the hotel in Sydney. So anyway, um, also want to mention Remedy Kombucha, who brought us a beautiful case of kombucha that we enjoyed for the entire week. Um, Also, we were uh, gifted a beautiful vegan meal by Shakti of Nourished and Nourished. So it's Nourish and Nourished. You can follow her on Instagram as well. She's a beautiful soul sister, very connected to us, and we were very, very blessed to have 
been able to eat her food and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful frequency and energy that she shared so generously with us. And I also want to give a shout out to Loving Earth Chocolates, which now I know they're the best chocolate in Australia, completely vegan, completely made with unprocessed, unprocessed ingredients truly, truly a beautiful product that uh, is really fuel for the body temple, beautiful for your soul. And uh, anyway, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, meeting and sort of converging of all these different energies that came together and made this amazing experience possible. Rich and I are so blessed and so touched by all of your presence. And I just want to say thank you again. Thank you so much for allowing us to share in this way, for giving us the honor and the platform and the opportunity to share our experience in the hopes that our presence and our challenges and trials and triumphs uh, will give you a little bit of support along your own path and your own journey to finding your way into living your most authentic and divine blueprint, which is your life, which is waiting for you inside your heart to be expressed and shared with the world. So thank you so much. Okay, so how'd you guys do with that last week's um, kind of, I'm calling it a resonator um, uh, kind of model. It's an energetic model, and I haven't come up with the complete name for it, but I will say that as I arrived in Australia in my meditations, I was given a deeper and deeper layers of the model. It's a multidimensional harmonic that is sort of my version of an energetic ceiling or a connecting with all of the energy from 12 different lifetimes to bring it into one resonance in the now moment. And this energetic model or visualization or a boundary that you uh, create, a container, a sacred container that you create around yourself is really a vehicle of interdimensional travel. It's an energetic that allows you to be finely tuned like a divine instrument to really the tone that God has given you that is your divine blueprint, your resonance, your unique harmonic to be played. Um, and it's quite beautiful. I'm still looking for the specific artist. I did have Astrid contacted me. Thank you so much, Astrid, for your generous offer. Um, she did offer to draw the um, structure for me, to draw the model out for me. And um, I really appreciate that. And I'm sure you could have done that beautifully. I really need someone that's working in motion graphics because it has to be a 3D functioning uh, model where we can actually see frequencies um, moving around and and it has to be a moving like animated form. So I'm still going to put the call out. I know that I'm going to get somebody to collaborate with me to bring this model into form. And then those of us working with Divine Throughline and in this community and collaborating with each other, uh, we will be using this model really as the basis to uh, find the the tones, the tunes, the talents, the abilities, um, all the the learning and the wisdom that we have attained through 12 lifetimes. We'll be able to grab those and bring them across time and space into this now moment so that we can fully integrate and be completely empowered to share our gift, um, which is why we were created, why we're in a body at all. 
So remember, this moment in time is not about someone outside of you coming down and tapping you with a wand on the head and making everything better for you. This moment on the planet is about all of us becoming those creator gods, those saviors, those prophets, those people. Many, many, many of us. Many, many of us. So it's really an inside job. It's about really, you know, we talk about spiritual ascension, what's happening right now in this space and time that you're having planetary ascensions. Well, we're really having an incension. So we're folding into ourselves and through that folding in, we're accessing all of this beauty that we've amassed throughout space and time, all of the content of our past and future lives in our Akashic records. Let us be able to reclaim all that is ours and to become a fully self-sustaining, directly sourcing, you know, the ultimate green ecosystem. That is our body. That is the beauty of our body. And I will share with you, I had a moment in yoga when I came back I was in a class. I was in my friend Philip Manser's class, a beautiful teacher, very slow teacher, very conscious teacher. And I was in his class in Malibu, and I had a moment where my body felt like it has never felt before. And I mean, it was a, a strength beyond strength. It was a you know, when you feel strength and you feel you can feel your muscles and there's some muscle tension. It was a strength beyond tension, but it was so solid. It almost felt like a crystal, like a crystal quality in my body. And I was, set, I was observing within myself. And I believe this is the first beginnings of experiencing this new life, this new possibility, this new reality of embodying our divine blueprint. Um, and I have to say, it felt really good. It was it was beyond effort. It wasn't effort, um, but and it it wasn't strength as we know it, as I would describe it in this realm. It was a it was a neutral. Uh, it was a neutrality, but it was powerful. So anyway, that was quite a, quite a beautiful moment. So this week, I don't think I am going to do this healing meditation again with the resonator model. Um, I'm continuing to develop and flesh it out. So I'm looking for uh, someone to help me bring that into fruition because it's pretty complicated. Actually, Leah and I, my assistant and the photographer of This Cheese is Nuts, which I'm just gearing up to do a bunch of promo on, uh, we gathered to do a strategy meeting yesterday, the two of us, and we began by doing this beautiful visualization and meditation that I spontaneously channeled for us in this moment to set the tone of what we are co-creating in the coming months and weeks. And we did uh, go through the resonator model was shown uh, and it's quite magnificent in its detail. Um, but there's a couple things that are a little glitchy about it. So I'm going to leave it there. I want you all to continue in your meditation to reflect on uh, this possibility of who would you be if you were a, an, uh, a combination of 12 identities. And of those 12 identities, if you had learned, let's say you had chosen a life to conquer a certain uh, uh, to transmute or overcome or alchemize a certain quality 
um, what would be the positive attributes you would have gained from that experience? What would what would have been the negative attributes that you would have transcended, that you would have risen out of? So um, start to think about that. Write it in your journal. Reflect on how you are. How are you made? Um, you know, what are some awarenesses that are coming to you? And and continue to expand and, and remember. The, the mantra, we are multidimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. So how would that feel and how would that look? And what would be possible? And, and who could you, what could you embody if you knew that? If you knew that you weren't just limited to whatever your circumstance or your travels or your experience of this life. It, it suddenly opens the, the paradigm, the hologram up quite a bit. So continue to sit with that and, and I'm going to address it and we're going to get back to it again. But I think today I wanted to talk, I met a beautiful woman. I don't know if I can re- mention her name, so I'm not going to because uh, I didn't clear it with her, but I met a beautiful woman in Sydney. I can't remember if it was Sydney or Melbourne. can't remember. It was all a blur. Rich and I were kind of, it was kind of like we were laughing. We were kind of like, God, I got, this is what it's like when you're like on the road in a rock band because you you have the event. Basically, we went to sound check at like four and then um, went to the event and then did the whole show and then met everybody for hours afterwards. We got home at like midnight, had to sort of eat something to kind of ground down and take a shower and kind of try to get to neutral. And then we slept for like four hours, got up, caught a flight to Melbourne um, and then when we arrived at our hotel, we had to eat right then. I had to go right to sound check and rehearse with uh, Tom Mansfield, who I'd never met before, um, who played with me in Melbourne, who was a beautiful musician, just so attentive and gorgeous and everything that is beautiful about musicians. Uh, he truly embodies beautiful player, beautiful heart, and really that that level of support where we're communicating just through the notes. He's, he's a beautiful, beautiful guy. So anyway, we did that and then had the whole event again and then went again, hugged everybody until late in the night and then went home, uh, ate late. Um, and, uh, and then got up and caught a flight back to the U.S. <laughs> so um, we were really tired. It was really something, but it was really cool. Okay, so why was I saying this? Oh, that's why I couldn't remember who, I can't remember which city she was in. But anyway, this was kind of what she proposed to me, and I think it's an interesting subject that we can explore and that we can all glean something from, and that is that she shared with me that she is a mother and that she has recently taken up skydiving, and she's finding... Uh, these exhilarating highs with skydiving and uh, kind of an inability to balance it out when she goes back to her normal life. And I, and I think in summary what she's saying between the lines is that she's finding her normal life not as exciting as this high high of jumping out of an airplane, which um, I can totally get. And I love this question. I think um, you're um, experimenting with pushing these boundaries to a very extreme level. But I think it's something that maybe many of us, if we're lucky, if we found something that really uh, catches our um, interest, you know, and really something we really love and that's very exhilarating, um, I think we can relate to some of these feelings. And what I would say is that, you know, I, I do totally get it. I don't know if, if any of you guys know this, but one of my most favorite thing is to 
um, talk to uh, people that fly in those bird suits. You know, those, those bird people, have you guys seen that? When they fly by you and it sounds literally like a sonic airplane flying by and it's just a person in a suit, in a bird suit. Those people just, I, I almost can't, I just, I can't stand it how much I am, I am, um, what I want to say, like, I don't want to say inspired because it's not really that. I am, I am happy. I am uh, exhilarated by them. And I have a great sort of kindred connection to them, I think, because they are um, playing with death. They are, they are choosing to play with death at a way. And I think skydiving is much safer than bird flying. So that's a good thing. But there's something about that, a, a type of person that could risk their life like that. Or there's, a, there's an extraordinary uh, young man. I think he's from Latin America. And, I'm, and unfortunately, I don't know his name. But he's a free climber. He's like the, most, the fam- most famous free climber in the world. And you watch video footage of him. And he's just climbing on these sheer cliffs with nothing holding him. If he falls, he, he dies. And that's it. So there is something very amazing about facing you know, life in that way and being so conscious with death. And I think um, there's something that I relate to in that or that I admire. That's what I would say. I admire or I marvel at someone who would choose to make those, those choices. But I, I just have to take it back to, to my own experience. And I can say that you know, this human life can be very burdensome, burdensome. It can be very heavy and very dense. And there's many things about this planet and being human that are very, very heavy and very uh, boring and uh, and not exhilarating and not meaningful uh, on a day-to-day basis if, you know, in a certain framework, in a certain perspective. And um, what I would say is that any idea that something beyond uh, what this life is, like if we're thinking that we're going to get out of this and get into something else, I really feel like that's wrong thinking because to be embodied in a, in a human body is, is a great privilege. It's a grand privilege of life. And to be able to have this opportunity to be alive at this moment and to be a mother and to uh, be a member of humanity and share our gifts and, par- and participate in this transformation, this is something that is a great gift, a, a great, great gift. And we're an illusion if we think that um, opting out of this life is going to be easier. It's not like you cross over and suddenly it's this golden you know, life. Um, we take the summation of who we've become in this life with us. So it's kind of like wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> so whatever you have not resolved or whatever is um, whatever you have not uh, learned or I want to say embraced or um, integrated in your life of being a mother, of being a caretaker, of being a nurturer, or of just living in a human life, um, you don't get out of any of those things. You can't extreme your way out of the, you know, kind of one foot in front of the other learning, the experience, the journey. 
and I don't know you well enough to know, um, you know, every being is different. And, you know, I would say if this is a love of yours, then it should be celebrated and it should be supported. However, um, we have to also integrate the other parts of our life. And so this balance, this is what I wanted to get to. So if you're looking for extremes, you're looking for the high, right? You're looking to push the boundary to this level so that you feel alive. And it's kind of an addiction. So you have this huge high of like, oh my God, I just jumped out of an airplane. Like what could be any, you know, what could be anything close to that? What could be close to that? What could come close to that? And then, you know, you have these low lows, like, you know, oh my God, like what, what are Rich and my like favorite boring thing? We're like, we have a joke. It's like, you know, if we ever just go to the, you know, uh, Home Depot shop, shop on the weekends, you know, to like fix the house, like, you know, we're done. Like, we don't want to do that. So I get it. Um, I get the mundaneness of life, but Again, if you look at it from a spiritual sense, like um, what is pleasure and what is pain or what is exhilarating or what is boredom, um, I think in life we're trained to look for the happy experiences, you know, the good experiences. And if we're ever depressed, you know, we take a pill or we go, oh my God, I'm depressed. I woke up today and I'm depressed. What's going on? Because we're always chasing this illusion of this positive state of being. And real spiritual maturity and really our work here is to go beyond those experiences of duality, okay? So there is a, a, a love, an immense love, an immense peace, and an immense joy and bliss that is beyond the highs and lows of uh, exhilarating, boring, or pleasure, pain, um, there is, uh, there is a, a peace that is a, like an all understanding compassion, this neutrality, that neutrality that I was ex- describing to you that I felt in my body. It's a strength that is beyond strength because it takes no effort. It is literally merged with consciousness and suddenly you are all everything. You are everything merged with everything. So you're beyond these highs and lows, beyond the perceived like, oh, that's really, really good. Oh, that's really, really bad. Oh, that's really, really good. Oh, that's really, really bad. Those are the kinds of things that drive us insane. It's exhausting. So I think your challenge in this newfound love is for you to find the place through meditation, through yoga practice, to find that perfect peace and understanding that is beneath all experience. Because you can't, you can't be in the state where you are jumping out of an airplane as a constant for your whole life. It's, you just can't. It's an impossibility. And you will not be in a state of being bored at a soccer game your whole life because there will be a flow, right? So if you always chase the highs you're just chasing, it's basically the other side of the same coin, right? It's the same thing. And if the other thing I will share with you, and I think this is what you're experiencing and why you came to me. When you experience a super, super high, there will be a super, super low. It's connected. You will have an opposite and opposing experience of the same level. And so it is imperative that you connect with this consciousness that is beyond that yo-yo of high and lows. 
you know, this Indian master that I worked with um, many years ago would talk to us about the idea of creating a chain of experience. And he would say that there were millions of, of moments that make up a life. Maybe there are billions. I'm not that good at math, but let's just say millions of experiences that make up a life. And what we do as human beings is we create a story. We make a chain based on certain events that our brain selectively picks out of all of the million moments. And we create an identity around it. So we may pick up a moment that says, I was my mother's fifth child and she wanted a girl. And so I was very wanted. That's the first link. Then the second link might be, I'm always lucky. I have a lucky star over my head and I always get what I want. Link two. Then it could be, um, you know, everybody likes me. Everybody likes me. That could be link three. Now, more common is that people, that's sort of a chain of happiness. It's kind of a chain of illusory happiness. More commonly, people create a chain of, of despair, of sadness. So we could have an opposite feeling where it could be like, my father was an alcoholic and my parents fought and he left before I was born and I was unwanted, first link. Second thing is, I never get picked for any sports because I'm scrawny, second link. Third, third link might be, um, uh, you know, I was beat up in school and bullied and, uh, you know, no one ever liked me or no girl ever liked me. And then that's the third link. And it just begins there. And then the ego or the personality just keeps adding to that story of suffering. Or more rarely, it will add and make this happy illusion, this complete happy made-up thing. When really, if you look at it, there's been millions or billions of moments. And what is it about the ego that decided to pick up that select moment and make it part of the chain? So the teaching was, is that the truth is that you're neither. You're neither that happy illusion or that sad uh, story. You're in fact the constant light that is constantly merged in love and bliss at all times. That is the truth of who you are. And that is what this human experience gives us the opportunity to reconnect with, to redefine. So I would say that you know, it's awesome that you jump out of airplanes and it's, it would be really great if you took it as a conscious practice of your death, understanding that you could die at any moment. Maybe you don't think you can. Maybe you feel it's super, super safe and you just love the high. But if it were me, I would take it as an amplification of that awareness of death and how quick it can come and how sacred this life is. And that would give my life great meaning. My life would would gain great meaning from that because I would be so in touch with how close it is. But again, maybe that's not your experience. Um, and I think that a meditation um, would be for you to uh, simply uh, sit with your breath, doing spinal breathing and connecting with long, deep, fluid breaths as you access and connect with that which is beyond the experience of polarity, of high or low, light or dark, happy or sad. These are all qualities or illusions that we trick ourselves with or that we come up with. And I would also just point out to you that this 
um, exhilarating experience or this discontent with the life that you're in now, um, there is no um, there is no easy out. Uh, suicide does not give you a way out. Um, and trust me, I had moments during our nine-year financial collapse, and I was managing a lot. I had about three times during that nine-year period where I literally felt like my body was going to just combust. I just, I, I wasn't going to kill myself, but I felt my body, it was too much pressure for my body that my body might just pull out, my soul might just pull out and leave, leave the mess in my closet. So I did have this kind of surreal kind of removed experience where I would think, oh, I better clean my closet up because someone would have to pick that up if I wasn't here. Um, So I did feel my impending death very near a few times. And I think that was from the amount of friction, the amount of pressure that a body has to endure to alchemize and become a greater carrier of light, a body that can hold more light And so I hope that you found that helpful for you. Um, I don't have a specific meditation for you today. Um, I will meditate on it and see what comes up, and maybe that's something that I might offer in a future episode. But um, hopefully if you start to view your life in this little bit of a shifted perspective, um, you might gain some awareness from it and some observation and understanding that you know, getting your cortisol levels like through the roof, um, is also not a, not a great long-term wellness plan. Um, so we need to be in that neutral loving compassion, merge with neutrality in the, uh, knowing and, and, uh, conscious expansion that is eternal, that is beyond all experiences, all highs and lows And if we stay in that neutral place, we are very, very, very powerful. And this wouldn't mean that you would need to stop jumping out of airplanes. It just means when you jumped, you would have a more expanded experience. So even that, you would tap into something that is beyond the experience and possibly observe yourself jumping, which could be a whole new universe of expansion, amazing experiences. But... um, I uh, I bow to you, namaste, uh, for being a mother first uh, and also for uh, having this um, desire, this curiosity, this courage um, to, um, to jump out of airplanes and enjoy it and feel the exhilaration. There's also something very beautiful about it. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. Um, I am uh, back uh, home for a while. So I'm looking forward to sharing healing techniques and music with you over the coming weeks. I also want to make an announcement that Rich and I will be going to Italy again to our third Plant Power Italia retreat. The dates are May 20th to the 27th. It is at an idyllic, amazing farm in the middle of Tuscany between Siena and Florence a truly, truly magical location. It's going to be a week of plant-based cuisine designed by me. Many of the recipes are going to be in my next book, Plant Power Italia, which comes out 2018. We are going to practice yoga every day. Uh, We have tea ceremony or runs with Rich through the Italian forests. 
Um, we are going to do workshops on relationships, sustainability. I'm going to be doing two days of cooking demos this time because I have this book coming out, This Cheese is Nuts. And uh, we're trying really, mm, I can't say that, actually, scratch that. I couldn't get books in time um, for that date. So uh, I can't, I won't have books there yet. But the release date is soon after June 13th. And um, we have an amazing uh, dinner in the countryside. We go on a tour and see the, the beautiful city of Siena. We have the best tour guide in the world. She's fantastic, Camilla. Really super interesting. I usually don't like tours, but this one is really quite amazing. And then also just a lot of communion, singing, music, and being together with amazing like-minded individuals. Um, if you feel like this is your divine appointment, we are looking so forward to meeting you and having you spend the week with us. Please contact Mel. You can find her at ourplantpowerworld.com. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you soon. So anyway, um, I think that's it for the day. And until next... Please remember that even if no one else believes in you, that I believe in you to find your own way home into living your own authentic life. How could it be otherwise? For you are a divine emanation of God, created in perfection for a very specific purpose. Please be more of who you are. We need you desperately at this moment in time. And let's all try to find a little joy this week, okay? A little laughter, a little fun, comedy. Um, there's a lot of intense stuff going on on planet Earth. We have to remember to connect to our joy and reach out to one another and uh, make a difference in someone else's life. Until next time, I will uh, be sending you lots of love. Have a beautiful week. Peace and Namaste.